Some football podcasts can be boring, using advanced language and just all around not being fun. My mission as a 13-year-old Jets fan is to make fun and articulate podcasts great for Jets fans of all ages. Okay, guys, welcome back to the fourth episode of the Teen Jets podcast. Again, I am your host, Cole, and so today uh, I will be explaining for those of you who don't know the past, present, and future of the Jets. So, I mean, the past isn't going to be that far in the past, fortunately. It's just going to be their last game, which happened to be against the New Orleans Saints in the third preseason game of the year. Next will be the present section where I talk about news about the NFL and the Jets. And then thirdly, and finally, will be the future where I talk about the Jets' upcoming game, which is against the Eagles in the fourth preseason game of the year. So first, starting it off with the past uh, Trevon Campbell allowed a touchdown his second bad week. Uh, I mean, for those of you who don't know, when Avery Williamson tore his ACL, uh, it's not exactly Trevon Campbell's fault, but I mean, he did kind of dive into Avery Williamson's knee as Avery Williamson was trying to tackle. So, yeah. I mean... Adam Gase is taking the blame, obviously, for uh, keeping Avery Williamson in that long. But it's just a lot of combinations of bad stuff that happened. Uh, So, yeah. But, I mean, it was a good day for Sam Darnold, at least. He went 8 for 13 with 97 yards and a touchdown in less than a half of the game. So, I mean... That's not really a bad day at all. Uh, he His day could have been better if he'd thrown that pass to Robbie Anderson better, but, I mean, it still was like a 25-yard gain. Uh, and, I mean, I can't throw a football 25 yards accurately, so, I mean, I can't really say that he did badly because I, I can't back it up by being any good. So... Yeah, someone who is doing well is uh, Taylor Bertolette, the new place kicker. He had a 48-yard field goal, and get this, a 56-yard field goal. No misses. He made his only extra point attempt. So, I mean, he's just looking like a different player. I mean, 56 yards. That's longer, I believe, than any of Jason Myers' kicks last year. So... Yeah, and I mean, Jason Myers made it to the Pro Bowl. So, yeah, I know Jason Myers had a lot of field goals that were exactly 55 yards. But I think that was right around where they were uh, uncomfortable with him yardage-wise. So, yeah. So, Ty Montgomery, I cannot tell if he did well or did terribly. Because he had a fumble to start the game off, and that automatically was... Like, after the Saints touchdown drive, was like, okay, they can score, but we can't. Great. So, Teddy Bridgewater in the second string offense destroyed the Jets' number one defense. So, that's not good. However, Ty Montgomery did pa- uh, did catch uh, Sam Darnold's only touchdown pass. So, that's good. He had a great day receiving, but he just had that one fumble. So, I mean... It might sound kind of well, it might sound kind of ignorant to say that 
he uh, did badly just because he had one bad play. But, I mean, it, quote, uh, so apparently the coaches, quote, lost their minds. Uh, well, quote, lost our minds, uh, as Adam Gase said in an interview after that fumble. So that's not good. They should not be losing their minds over one bad play. Uh, I do get that it was a bad play, but still, I mean, they got to keep it together. But, yeah, there were so many penalties. So, yeah, one of these penalties was a holding call on Eric Smith in the end zone that resulted in a safety, which is probably the weirdest play in football because if a safety is called, then, or if there is a flag at all in the end zone, well, I mean, to be more specific, if the flag is called against the offense, if the flag is called against the defense, then it's just a normal penalty. But if there is a flag called at all on the offense in the end zone, then that is a safety. Uh, then that's a safety. So, yeah, it's weird because a safety is two points for the defensive team. And then the offense has to punt. It's basically a kickoff, but it's a punt. Like, they punt the kickoff, but it's it's exactly like a kickoff, except that the punter is punting instead of the kicker kicking. So, it's weird, but, yeah, it's basically saying don't go inside the end Don't go inside the wrong end zone. Uh... There actually was a case once where a football player caught the ball and ran backwards, so he thought he scored a touchdown, so he threw the ball out of bounds, which is also a safety. So he thought he scored a touchdown, but he scored a safety. It's one of the all-time least smart plays. So that's not good that the Jets had a safety called on them. But... Uh, something that is good is Greg Dortch uh, carrying the torch. This is my second podcast, I believe, so far, where I have made a pun about Greg Dortch's name, uh, saying that he torched the defense or dorched the defense, and now I'm saying that he's carrying the Dortch or the torch. So, yeah, Andre Roberts was an amazing punt returner last year, and especially towards the end of the year. It felt like he could return anything for a touchdown kick or punt, no matter where he was, where the opposing special teams was. It was really amazing to kind of be a Jets fan and see how amazing he like he could return any kick or any punt at the end of the year. So that was great. And Greg Dorch had a few nice returns this preseason, uh, including one against the Saints. Uh, I saw this part on TV. He was, like, he faked one way, and then he just, uh, like, he faked inside the field and then spun around towards the outside of the field. And if he had made it past the punter, I think he would have scored, but he didn't. And so it was just kind of funny and kind of like a, uh, like, bringing back memories of Andre Roberts and his days at as the Jets' punt return man. That is the end of the past section. Uh, I hope you guys liked it.
Now I will be moving on to the present. I will be talking about NFL news and Jets news as well, if the Jets have any news, which you will see coming up. So obviously the second that you hear NFL news, uh, if you have heard any NFL news at all this week, it has probably been that Andrew Luck has retired from the NFL. I mean, this is crazy. I'm definitely not booing his decision. I know a lot of Colts fans were booing him for retiring at the Colts preseason game, but it's not his fault that he retired. He had a terrible offensive line for most of his career, and, I mean, T.Y. Hilton has been good, but then, like, who else at receiver? I mean, if he... And Dante Moncrief wasn't that great when he was there, and Frank Gore was... I mean, aging for sure. He was not nearly as good as he was with San Francisco, but, I mean, he still was pretty good. But Andrew Luck had no offensive line, barely any help, and, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's He retired because he's had a lot of injuries and also personal reasons you have to take into consideration. Uh, He probably did not let... Well, he actually credited the reason that he retired to that he could not deal with the mental part of recovering from an injury because it's like mentally grueling to like have a terrible shoulder injury think that you're about to come out but nope you can't so then you work your hardest to try to come back to the NFL but hmm uh yeah you're just gonna get injured again next year and he really didn't like that process and I don't blame him so, if you booed Andrew Luck or even thought about, like, hey, I don't like that Andrew Luck retired, I'm going to blame him about on it. You can't blame Andrew Luck about for retiring because he had no offensive line help. Like, you can't, you can't be mad at Andrew Luck about that. It's not his fault. And, I mean, he could have been an all-time great if he had any offensive line and... It's just really sad because with no help really whatsoever on the defense, offensive line, receiver, he still carried the Colts to double-digit wins for a few seasons, and I I just find that crazy. And then, I mean, right as things were starting to go right, he just could not deal with another injury. He got another injury, and he retired, so... I don't blame Andrew Luck for that at all. Uh, Congratulations for a great career, Andrew Luck. Uh, Drafted number one overall. Made it to the conference championship game uh, in the famous Deflategate game. So that was just a good career for Andrew Luck. And I'm really sorry for him because so many people are booing him. So... Uh, more news about injuries. Lamar Miller tore his ACL. So this is not good. His first snap of the preseason and snap <laughs> just like that. He tore his ACL. So, I mean, now Duke Johnson is going to be their starting running back for a while. Uh, They might pick up a replacement from like a trade free agency. I mean, but they just traded for Duke Johnson, so it's going to be interesting to see Duke Johnson finally be the clear-cut number one running back 
uh, after sitting behind Isaiah Crowell, Carlos Hyde, and uh, Nick Chubb for a lot of his career. So, yeah, he was expected to be the number two running back in Cleveland. Then suddenly he got traded to the Texans. Okay, he's expected to split time with Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller tears his ACL. I mean, everything is going right for Duke Johnson. Can he perform, however? Uh, that is going to be shown in the regular season. So, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, now Duke Johnson has the starting job. Can he really do anything with it, though? We will see. So, A.B. Uh, filed his second grievance, Antonio Brown. Calm down, Brown. It's like, it, that's all I really have to say about it. And Okay, you really love your helmet, and there's got to be a second part to this story, but it just sounds so weird to say like that he's going to retire. And I'm pretty sure he's gotten over it now, and he's just going to be fine wearing a different helmet uh he's gotten over his helmet phase fortunately <laughs> so vincent testaverde is now on the buccaneers sound familiar well yeah it's Vinny testaverde's son vincent testaverde is now on the buccaneers so yeah uh, i believe their backup got injured but i don't remember who their backup is russell wilson in the preseason I mean, he was more like Russell Wilson, ran three rushes for 31 yards. I mean, he's not afraid to get hurt, and I mean, he could be Andrew Luck all over again, but he hasn't gotten injured. But that is not the end of the NFL news. So, in more news, which kind of goes along with Andrew Luck's uh, retirement, so Jaguars long snapper... Matt Overton said that he will uh, buy all season tickets from any uh, Colts fans that are upset about Andrew Luck retiring. And So, I mean, obviously a lot of Colts were not expecting for Andrew Luck to retire. So, they want refunds on their season tickets. And Jaguars long snapper uh, Matt Overton thinks that he has the answer and it's a good answer. So he's going to give all these season tickets that he buys to a children's hospital in Indianapolis. So that's a really nice thing that he's going to do. So good job, Matt Overton, using your money and the Colts fans' unhappiness to the advantage of sick kids in a hospital and their families. Season tickets are obviously like a huge deal and uh good for him kind of making the best of this situation for other people and helping out in uh the indianapolis community not even where he plays so i mean good job you should win walter payton man of the year just because of that oh yeah for those of you who don't know walter payton has the same birthday as me so yeah july 25th search it up well, you obviously can't search up my birthday because I'm not famous, but Walter Payton's birthday is July 25th. My birthday is July 25th. Alvin Kamara's birthday is July 25th. So, yeah, I mean, I'm destined to be a star NFL running back. But 
uh, that is not the end of the NFL news. Still, one last announcement, kind of. The uh, NFL owners apparently want the NFL season to be 18 games. Just stop already, okay? I mean, I feel like the owners should just agree that 16 games is a perfectly long season. The fans are happy with it. The coaches are happy with it. The players are happy with it. And, I mean, they've been saying that ever since it was switched to 16 games because uh, the NFL used to have 14-game seasons. And then in the early 70s, I think they changed it to uh, 16 games. And so now the NFL owners, ever since then, have been wanting to change it to 18 games to be like, okay, well, let's carry on the tradition. But I feel like it's like a crazy change for a lot of football fans. 1,000-yard seasons won't mean as much for running backs and receivers. Uh, 4,000-yard games won't uh, seasons won't mean as much for NFL QBs and the numbers are just going to be crazy uh like the there won't be a good idea of okay well you get ten, if you get 10 wins then you should make the playoffs if you get 12 wins then you probably are going to win your division unless you're the Chargers last year that was a really 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 rare exception but I mean, at least they made it to the playoffs, because if they didn't even make it to the playoffs, that would have been really, really, really sad. So, yeah, that is the end of the current NFL news. So now on to the future segment, where I will talk about the Jets' upcoming game. So, it is going to be against the Eagles in the last preseason game of the year. So... Josh McCown recently signed with the Eagles. He's going to play against his former team, the New York Jets. So, yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. So, Darnold, however, Sam Darnold is not going to play. So, I mean, he had a good preseason finale. His final play of the preseason was a touchdown to Ty Montgomery. So, I mean, the offensive line is... I think going to finally get a chance to, well, I think uh, Matt Khalil is, Ryan Khalil, sorry, is going to finally get to start uh, at center for the New York Jets. So the Jets didn't start him in the last game because he uh, obviously didn't have enough practices was the main reason, and they just didn't want to rush him in. But the offensive line is going to be rushed in to action. And the first time that they're going to play together in a game will probably be week one of the regular season. So, yeah, and Le'Veon is going to be playing behind those offensive linemen for the first time in an actual game in the regular season. So, well... I don't think Kelvin Beecham, because I'm pretty sure that Kelvin Beecham, when he was on the Steelers, Le'Veon was as well. So, they at least have some former experience together. But it's just... I don't expect Le'Veon Bell to have 150 rushing yards, 75 receiving yards, and three touchdowns in the season opener. Because his offensive line won't have been together for very long. They won't have much chemistry. He won't have much chemistry with the O-linemen. So, 
Yeah, expect that Le'Veon Bell uh, starts rapidly improving throughout the season, but don't expect him to start out well because he normally does best in December anyways. So I think it's just going to be that more drastic of improvement over the season. So, I mean, yeah, I was about to say what the future segment is probably going to be about next week. When the season opener is about to happen. This is so awesome, guys. The NFL season is coming in a little over a week. But unfortunately, that means that I also have school a week from tomorrow. So, yeah. It's kind of sad. But you know what? I like school because school is learning. School is fun. Uh, I get to meet up with a lot of my friends that I didn't get to see over the summer. So that's going to be fun.